0: Funniest people I know, these are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping collars and sketches. Characters and interviews and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know.
1: Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Colores, and here with me today are my very funny friends, Alexandria Sweat. Hey, Alex. Oh, what's up, George? TJ Jackson. What up? And Abigail Williams. How's it going, Abigail?
2: Hey, George. It's going good.
1: I was serenaded last week and was not this week, so I'm taking it personally. Um, I hope you do. I'm feeling slided. I feel the shade.
3: I got you next time. If you do it too often, it's not special anymore. So. That is exactly. true. This is real. Exactly.
1: This is why we don't sing the birthday song to people every day. It is already overplayed. You know it's my least favorite song. Noted. I don't know if y'all heard, but the president got coronavirus, guys. He got what? <laughs> no. Yeah, I didn't know if you saw it on the news. They've been talking about so many other things that you might have missed the story.
2: Yeah, I gotta be honest, I, I didn't see anything about that on the news.
3: Totally <laughs> slipped past me. Not Twitter,
2: not Instagram. Not on the
4: Facebook
1: or the CNN or any of them. Missed it. This is what we're good at, right? We bring news to people who may have missed it. Right, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the
4: update because, man, that's a shocker. I thought it was a hoax. Mm.
2: <laughs> it is, Alex. This is okay. all fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right.
1: My mom doesn't watch the news, so she text messaged me today, and she's like, is it true the president has coronavirus, or is this something somebody made up? And I was like, well, if you ever turned the TV off of Lifetime, you would notice. that." (laughs) Why would
2: she do that, George? Lifetime is so pleasant. Everywhere else is on fire. But in Lifetime, you're falling in love, you're making cookies, you're just happy. Somebody
4: might steal a baby from a cradle and you're all caught up in the drama. Lifetime is a good place to be. Your mom is actually quite the opposite of my mom, who I have renamed Patricia BS, like CBS. I thought you were going to say Patricia BS
1: because she says stuff that's not true. That's That's what what I I thought you were saying too.
4: We'll we'll have that conversation offline. No, No, Patricia listens. mm, That's another one, too. We'll discuss. But no, it's just funny because we have a group chat going with one of my cousins and my mom. And she is just sending updates. Like, Trump has corona. She's like, oh, if you watch the video of him, he looks like he can't breathe. Which gasping was trending on Twitter yesterday. I just want to put that out there if anyone wants to look up the gasping trend. I don't
2: think I do.
4: (laughs)
3: <laughs> Someone on Twitter called him the Great Gaspy. I <laughs> laughed. I, like that. I, I was drinking and I spewed it out immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry, that got me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was hilarious.
1: I took the news personally as an mm-hmm. offense. Really? Because as you guys know, we record the show before we broadcast it and we try to stay timely. We delayed our recording last week so that we could even talk about the debate. We thought that was going to be the big news story. And we finished recording, and later the same day, the president got coronavirus, y'all. And it's just like, dude, you screwed up our show. No one's talking about the tax returns. No one's talking about the debate. You trumped everything. I was kind of pissed, I'll be honest with you, for very selfish reasons.
4: As your friend that encourages the selfishness, I feel like your points are very valid. He did pull out his Trump card because I saw what she were doing there with the Trump and the Trump. It's just flooded the news stories. All the other things that had come out, all the information that probably was going to continue to come out, is just now like, no, nah, we're going to chill over here. We're getting medical updates every day. Everybody in the White House is contracting it, so we're getting new updates about everyone on the staff.
1: It's been the craziest thing, and the way that the medical reports change every day, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. As someone who had it, though, I do wish everyone speedy recoveries. It does suck. I hope mm-hmm. that you get lots of rest, drink lots of fluids, watch Disney Plus, and hopefully you'll be better <laughs> very soon.
2: That is very loving, George.
3: Mm-hmm. Thanks. So, <laughs> Do you have it, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> Not
4: that TJ's I know of. I'm still
3: waiting on my COVID results, but oh. I've been negative so far, knock on wood.
1: Last week during the conversation about the debate, Abigail, you said the debate reminded you of two toddlers fighting. Yes. And I put you on the spot. I was like, well, let's hear what that looks like next week. And you went to write that, right?
2: I did. I went to sit down to try to make this sketch happen and it wouldn't come.
1: So instead, you accidentally wrote a musical parody of the debate. I
2: did. It was not what I set out to do. And yet, here we are.
1: I want to play for you guys. TJ, Alexandria, this is the first time you're hearing this. This is Abigail's parody of the debate called Stop Talking.
4: Oh, snap.
0: I'll be the one okay not you not anybody not melania but... anyway
3: i had some thoughts for you i am the best option to be your president when i have the honor and the privilege of serving under president stop Obama.
2: talking i'll tell you when it's you now gentlemen about the coronavirus some would say that they are feeling well, very well
0: i am feeling Oh, 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 oh. It was over your head You're stupid You and you're did not nothing at all, all I right, can't that's believe all the time I have, have to stand yours, here so up on stage And pretend next. Oh, next. this oh, is a legitimate I, oh, you no, already... I made all the right calls, seriously I made all the right calls Like seriously, I made all the right calls, okay? I guess Yeah fucker, We're still learning the rules Rules Yeah, your calls killed
3: you killed the owner of godfather's pizza i, I love that pizza that. those breadsticks are that's absolutely not true amazing. what you just sauce. said is
0: not true time out he just said something that's not true it's fake news all of it all of
1: it this guy's a clown and a liar
0: oh Dude. i'm a clown you're, you're a, a clown
1: you he look just like a
0: circus. that, that clown the in the itch movie I your are
2: hiding
3: in the in the
2: Move on, please. We have much more
0: ground to cover. The economy is Stop for instance, no, talking. The left's controlling you. Uh, B U U C's B I F F. I hate her. I guess I. And her beautiful red lips. Should swallow my pride. I was never in charge. And if I lose, I won't say goodbye. I'll never leave America. Moderator in history you wanna try you to dethrone me? Stop go ahead. We'll okay, like a Chris, man. Man. I'm not going to right. You stop talking just like a talking. Okay, I'm You to said talking right now. You like a You don't actually get to make that decision, Neither of You so... said just like girl. No, to no. You, you know, know,
3: Amazing. Yes. 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 That Amazing.
2: was sketch therapy at its finest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Got a bright future ahead of ya, kid.
2: As I'm writing it, I'm like, why am I crying?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I think we
1: all did.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, we're just going through a national trauma.
2: That's yeah. it. Nothing major, just a national trauma. My goodness.
4: <laughs> I love that, Abigail, though. That
1: was dope. Hey, thank you. I don't know how you got there from toddlers, but I'm glad that the spirit inspired you to do that. That's really great.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know either. And a very special thanks to Will Amato and Sarah Brzee for their epic vocal talents.
1: Now we're on to my favorite part of the show. TJ, you've got a list for us, right? you got a list of your favorite Karens. Actually,
3: I wrote a list about things that make me nervous about fall. Oh, (laughs) starting the election i can't eat i can't sleep i don't cook i don't clean i don't want to be here anymore and i cry when i go to sleep
4: yes i love the wop that
3: (laughs) come on (laughs) thank you you. command number two daylight savings time it gets Mm. dark too soon how about we not do that anymore seriously i I agree i Number three, the weather. Is it cold or hot? Make up your mind. I start the day wearing a sweater, and an hour later, I'm having hot flashes. (laughs) It's it's horrible. And then number four, speaking of which, Ugg boots. Also a sweaty situation. (laughs) A friend or a sauna for your feet. Gross. (laughs) Coming in number five, football. I saw that Will Smith movie, and I don't approve. I don't like it. Number six. <laughs> That's it? Just Wait a no minute. football? <laughs> what you know, Will Smith movie? Will Smith movie about football. It's Which like one? A problem. Um, you know, the only Will Smith movie about football?
1: Concussion. It's,
3: concussion. Concussion movie. Oh. <laughs> Number six, trick-or-treaters. Children shouldn't wear a mask and knock on my door. I saw that Will Smith movie and I don't approve. Number seven, rotting pumpkins. I feel like someone's going to throw one at me. They make me nervous. Number eight, Thanksgiving. Will there be something for me to eat? And how long do I have to drive to get there? I don't like it. It's too far. And it's just like, uh, let's not, you know? I don't know. Number nine, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Way too many people. Not COVID safe. I don't like it. Maybe we should just assign one person to each balloon and then make it more safe.
4: Maybe it'll be a caravan, like how everybody was doing those birthday drive-bys this year since they couldn't do real birthday parties. The parade stays in place, but
1: you drive by it?
4: Maybe, yeah. Everyone is on their own floaty. It would involve a lot of vehicles, but you know, it could be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Almost done.
3: Then we can discuss (laughs) parade options. Black Friday. Also, way too many people. I saw that Will Smith movie. And I do not like it. Not approved. <laughs> Everything that makes me nervous about fall.
1: <laughs> Does Will Smith make you nervous? Sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Yes. Gemini movie? I was like, what? Ugh. There's two of them now. <laughs> I don't like so it.
1: two Will Smiths make you nervous?
3: Very. Especially okay. when one's older and one's younger. Wow. Uh,
1: choose one. <laughs> Ugh. All right, TJ, well, thank you for that list about your favorite Karens. No problem. I appreciate it. (laughs) Somebody went off the script. I spent hours on it.
3: (laughs) We can't tell. (laughs) Just kidding, that was great, TJ. I literally wrote it in two minutes.
1: We're gonna try a new segment today. It's called, Lyrics You'd Hate to Read to Your Mother. Abigail, do you wanna take it from here? I do. I don't know about the rest of you
2: growing up America, but for me, when I wanted to buy a CD, yes, that's what they were back then. When I wanted to buy a CD, my mom made me read the lyrics to her first. And knowing this full well, I had to try to come up with a way to get her to buy me Christina Aguilera's album that included the hit song, Genie in a Bottle. Unfortunately... Didn't work. None of my tactics worked and I still had to read the lyrics to her. So speaking of sketch therapy, this is a sketch I wrote based on a very real conversation I had with mom about the song "Genie in a Bottle. So George, if you will be little me, Abigail. Alex, if you'll play mom and I will interject as needed. Here's the section lyrics you'd hate to read in front of mom, "Genie in a Bottle edition.
3: The key to getting your mom to buy something that she doesn't approve of is to slip it into her grocery cart and put it under stuff.
2: (laughs) That never would have worked at my house.
3: (laughs) Urge the cashier to like quickly swipe it.
1: This is why TJ was limited to music that was available for purchase at grocery stores.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They only let me listen to Kids Bop and I think I could have been a better person without Mm. it. All
1: right, here we go. Hey, uh, mom, I was wondering if I could have some money to buy a CD uh, of this girl I've been listening to on the Disney channel. What's the song about? About? Well, I don't really know because I don't really listen to the words. I'm just listening to the...
4: What are they doing when she's singing the song? Doing? On TV. You said they play the song on TV. What's happening in the background when she's singing the song?
2: See, now this was the problem. So I, little Abigail, know exactly what they're doing. Christina Aguilera is dressed in this getup where she's wearing way too much makeup, far too few clothes for my mother's taste, and can be seen seductively giving the eyeball up and down towards the boys in the music video as she sings. But back to the story.
1: Oh, um, well, I, I, I can't really remember what they were doing. So maybe, maybe just don't worry about it. I don't need the song, actually. What's the name of the song? Genie in a Bottle. It's a genie, you know, like in Aladdin.
3: Mm,
4: read me the lyrics. What? The lyrics. The words of the song. Bring them to me and we can go over them and see what this song is about.
1: I, I don't have the lyrics. It's, it's just a song from TV.
4: Okay. Well, until you can read me the lyrics, the answer is no. Fast forward three weeks abigail come here ma'am i heard you thinking about a genie in your room just now are you ready to go over the lyrics
1: <laughs> busted <laughs> <laughs> this is so real um <laughs> sit down i i don't know all the words mom honest i was just making something up
2: abigail is that the truth Okay, I got to cut in here because what you need to know about me is that I was a sucker for telling the truth. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was and am a phenomenal liar. But if you (laughs) put it up to me like that, nine times out of ten, my guilty conscience is just going to win
1: out. Okay, Mom, fine. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release me because she's a genie you know keep going you're licking your lips and blowing kisses my way but that don't mean i'm gonna give it away baby 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 <clears throat> um, um ooh, my body's saying let's go ooh, but my heart's saying no see mom it's about wanting to do the wrong thing and then listening to your heart it's about self-control that's a fruit of the spirit keep going
2: (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable I feel myself sitting with mom right now
1: (laughs) I'm nervous for you and for me um okay Uh, if if you want to be with me baby there's a price to pay I'm a genie in a bottle you gotta rub me the right way if you wanna okay mom look it's fine I don't really want this song it's a stupid song anyway
4: What do you think she means when she's saying, you've got to rub me the right-
1: Whoa, mom, please stop. I have no idea, okay? I actually hate this song anyway. I hate it, so. And when she says, licking your lips and blowing kisses my way,
4: why do you think a boy would be doing that? I asked you a question, Abigail.
1: Because this song is about uh, sex. What? It's about the S word, mom. It's about S-E-X.
4: I see. And do you think you should be listening to a song about sex at your age? Uh, Remind me how old you are. I'm 13. Right. And do you think a 13 year old girl should be singing songs about boys licking their lips and blowing kisses her way at 13? No, but she's 16. Are you planning on getting married at 16? No. Then I don't care if she's 18. She's too young and you're too young. And this song isn't for you. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for your humiliation. What was that? I said, thank you for your wisdom.
2: And Um,
0: scene. (laughs) I'm
2: only laughing because I'm wildly uncomfortable right now. (laughs) Yes. Alex, thank you for scaring me half to
4: death.
1: (laughs) I was nervous Alex was going to put me on punishment.
4: I too understand being shamed by mom.
1: That's really great. We'll have to revisit this segment one day and I'll have to tell you guys about when my mom busted me listening to Alanis Morissette, You ought to Know, and is like, she's doing what to him in that movie
2: theater? Oh man, <laughs> cannot wait to hear this story. <laughs> we'll
4: definitely come back to this. Oh, I have a story too. This needs to be a series. When Parents oh. and Lyrics Go Wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: good, yeah. Oh, that's a good name. Maybe this is the therapy episode. We're all working through some stuff. And Alexandria, you and Leon had a loud disagreement. I don't want to say a fight.
2: I do. I want to call it a fight. You guys had a F-I-G-H-T fight. Tell me more.
4: (laughs) Fist of cups and everything. (laughs) I believe it was Abigail and George and I were talking about marital things and the silliest things that cause arguments that honestly are never about the thing that you're arguing about. My example of that in my own marriage was a story about breadcrumbs. Yes, people, breadcrumbs. The dumbest thing in the grocery store to get, the dumbest thing to make with your leftover bread bread crumbs. Okay. Almost caused World War Three between Leon and I. We're going to the grocery store. Leon wants to make sure that I have made a list because sometimes when I go to the grocery store, I meander in the store for a really long time. Especially during quarantine, you go to the grocery store feeling bubbly.
2: Gross you going to go?
4: <laughs> exactly. Let's get bubbly and go grocery shopping. <laughs> and it was intended to be a 30-minute trip turns into like an hour and a half trip. So I understand why Leon wanted to make sure I had my list. We were already in a mood because he was just really frustrated because he knows how I can get. List is made. We're on our way to the grocery store. I get there and I say, I'm going to make a meatloaf thing and I have a recipe and I just need to get some ingredients for that and we're going to be fine. One of the ingredients that I needed to get was breadcrumbs. Leon's just like, well, why do you have to get breadcrumbs? I can make breadcrumbs. And I was just like, babe, I don't really need you to make the breadcrumbs, but thanks. I want to get the breadcrumbs because they have flavors and they're already made and I can use them on another recipe or whatever. And he was like, yeah, yeah, but I can make the breadcrumbs for you. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You don't have to do that. I go through the grocery store. We're shopping, gathering all the things we need. And I put the breadcrumbs in the cart, because I was like, I'm getting these breadcrumbs. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's in my recipe, nobody said, Leon, like, we can check out. Leon sees the breadcrumbs in the cart, and he is like, why are there breadcrumbs? I was like, Leon, it's just breadcrumbs. Now he's showing me the ingredients. I'm looking at him like, I know what the ingredients <laughs> for breadcrumbs are.
1: I'm definitely the Leon
2: in this story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm team Alex
2: yes oh, i'm like, on your you team work. alex i'm just uncomfortable because i recognize the leon in me that's all I'm <laughs>
1: oh and i'm recognizing the alex in me that's what i'm saying and i'm recognizing the other customer shopper who's eavesdropping on the-
4: <laughs> 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 i'm looking at him annoyed like you're pointing out the ingredients to breadcrumbs to me like we all know what breadcrumbs consist of dude get out of my face He's like, no, look, seriously, like he make these for you. And I'm like, what is the big deal? It's just breadcrumbs. Like I wanna make my meatloaf. Why are you tripping? <laughs> Long story short, we don't get breadcrumbs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and oh,
4: I have an attitude. Oh, oh man. I have the biggest attitude. I don't even want meatloaf anymore. I'm now looking at takeout. I'm not about to order Uber Eats.
2: Yeah, no, if I tell you I'm making something and then you nix on the ingredients I was going to use to make it, you can make your own damn dinner. I know, that's right. (laughs)
3: Thank
2: you, Abigail. He has a tendency to
4: not let me have my anger, I feel like. He really tried to smooth it over and be like, babe, look, I made the breadcrumbs. Look at them. Okay. I don't care about your breadcrumbs. breadcrumbs. They're ugly right. bread crumbs. They close the bird. So, okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe after ten or fifteen minutes of me like looking through takeout and not seeing anything I really wanted to pay for and him kind of badgering me and being like, Look, babe, the breadcrumbs I made. I was just like, Oh, I'll cook this food because I know it's gonna be better than whatever I wanna order. But I don't tell him this, so mm-hmm. I just have to be like, Whatever. So I'll silently walk to the kitchen. I take his little dusty breadcrumbs. And <laughs> meatloaf, and I make it. And of course, the meatloaf turned out really good. It was these little meatloaf balls. If you guys want the recipe, I got you. delicious. Delicious little meatloaf balls. But I just had such an attitude. But come to find out, this heifer that I'm married to was just mad at me because he feels like I always get my way.
2: And I was like, uh, no, 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 no. You're trying to ruin a meatloaf recipe to prove that point? You want to spoil our dinner for that? Unreal. Bring it up to me in another way. Food is life. Food yeah. is family. Right. I'm going to be messing up my meal to make a point
4: we can have all the conversations in the world, but what you're not going to do is play with me and my meals. Like that's, yeah, that's not, not as something. disrespectful as it gets. Marriage is just work. Mm-hmm. It's fun and it can be fulfilling and awesome and loving and all those things, especially if you found the right person for you, but it's work. I need to clock in somewhere cause I am working. <laughs> I need some compensation for this.
1: <laughs> Alex, I have one question for you. Mm-hmm. When you were eating them, did you think these would have been better if I had just bought the breadcrumbs I wanted? Yeah, or were they good with his breadcrumbs? Be
2: bread honest, crumbs? Alex. Be honest.
4: Okay. Uh, you guys have put me on the spot.
2: They were really good. <laughs> and were- I'm sorry for how much that hurt you. But I also think that's fantastic.
4: It was so good.
1: This is where you're a better person than me because I'm way too much of a bitch to have A made it anyway with his breadcrumbs. I'd be like, you want to make it your way? You make it, right? Yeah, that would have been the first been fight. I hate and to say it. I never would have admitted that I like it as good or better with his ingredient. I'm too much of an asshole to do that. So <laughs> Yeah,
2: I think we discovered what kind marriage. of great person you are, Alex. Because <laughs> I'm completely with George on that, where I would have been like, this is disgusting. <laughs> all the reasons why alphabetically. This is inferior to (laughs) real (laughs) breadcrumbs.
3: Then I would launch the meatloaf at the wall. (laughs) (laughs) See, the wall hates it too.
2: Yes. Though, if I'm honest, Kevin would not have a problem if I said I wasn't going to eat something. He'd be like, okay, I'll eat it. That's not a harming thing for me to not eat. He'd be like, great, yeah. Okay, if you're not hungry,
1: I'll take it. Well, thanks for sharing that, Alex. That is a fantastic example of a nothing fight.
4: Okay. Oh, my goodness. So many more where those came from.
1: (laughs) Here's the segment that I have been dreading. Abigail and I were talking a few weeks ago, and she was just being real proud of herself and I was like, I can teach anyone how to sing. And I was like, <laughs> Abigail, the person has to have talent. And she's like, no, no, I can teach somebody to sing. And okay,
2: it didn't go exactly like that. I said, I think I could teach almost anybody to sing. Most people have the capacity to at least carry a tune if they learn how to listen.
1: <laughs> I am a horrible singer, I don't know why I'm even allowing myself to be put on the spot like this, but I challenged Abigail. I was like, all right, girl, make me sing.
2: And I will. But George, I need an agreement first. Since you just called yourself out as a bit petty at times, I need to know that you're going to do it for real and really work on it and not just try to embarrass me or prove me wrong.
1: First of all, being called a bit petty at times might be the nicest thing anybody has ever said about me. My
2: mom might listen to this show, so I needed to to find a nice way to say the B word since you so eloquently threw it down earlier.
3: (laughs) Hi, Abigail's mom. My mom's actually the one
2: who taught me to sing.
3: Good job. What's her name? Cynthia. Cynthia, good job. You raised a hell of a singer. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you can. Hell of a singer she's definitely a genie in a bottle <laughs> now <laughs>
1: <laughs> That right you can be genie when you're married right yeah okay 100 okay so yeah abigail i promise not to be petty and i right. will do the assignment and i will not right. go out of my way to sabotage you because it would result in me embarrassing myself even more
0: all
2: right as long as i have your word on that then let's get started okay okay The first thing we're going to do is just test your pitch capacity, and it could be terrible. Just remember, we haven't worked together yet, so if it's bad right now, it's not a big deal because we're going to make it better later. I want to start with what you said at the top of the show was your favorite song, the birthday song. Oh, no. There's a couple reasons to do this. One, you know it. Two, so does America. And so we'll actually all have a pretty clear picture, I think, of your intonation skills right off the bat. In your own voice, sing happy birthday for us, just so that I can get a baseline of what I'm working with.
1: All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Abigail. Happy birthday to you.
2: George, that was great! Already! Happy birthday
1: song.
2: What's wrong with you? You're like, I can't carry a tune. Yes, you can. I don't Copy. even know what
1: carrying a tune means.
2: It means you're singing on pitch. You're singing the right pitches. Some people sing happy birthday to you, and it sounds nothing like the song. And while I still believe there's something I could do with those people, it would be much harder. So you are starting me off at a good place. I want you to repeat after me, okay? Okay. Zing 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 zing.
1: Zing 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 zing. Let me find a better starting place you.
2: Let me see. Let me go to my piano. Please wait, George. I'm
1: here to encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this from Sister Act. I'm supposed to like hum at that sound. You can say la la
3: la. Sorry, okay.
2: Okay, see, so far, you're doing great. You're hearing a pitch, and you're able to replicate it. That already tells me that you can sing. What we're going to do together is we're going to learn some breathing exercises and some vocal exercises. Let's start with a breathing exercise. America, you can't see George, but I can. So I'm going to walk you through what I see. George, take a deep breath for me. (gasps) what you didn't see everybody is that george's shoulders just went up really high that is a common thing that most people do when they think they're taking a deep breath what you actually want is to take in a deep breath so that your stomach gets bigger but your shoulders stay where they are so george it's hard to do on the first try but we don't have a lot of time in this segment so i need you to just give me your best i want you to take a deep breath again imagining that air is going down into the pit of your stomach and watch your shoulders, trying not to let them go up,
1: right? (laughs) Wait, wait, I wasn't supposed to hold my breath that whole time (laughs) because I'm a little exhausted. Oh,
2: my gosh. I'm gasping. Mm -hmm. I want to go ahead and put this out there. No liability is on me if George dies doing this lesson. (laughs) I'm your witness. Thank you. Okay, liability covered. George, I want you to take in a deep breath on a four count, which means I'm going to count to four, And while I'm counting to four, you are breathing in for all four of those beats. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, and you're trying to take a deep breath. I'll tell you what he does, America, after this is done. All right, George, you ready?
3: also in other countries as well.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. All right, uh, global community.
1: Yeah, it's really rude to the people of Uzbekistan and listen to this.
2: And by the way, if I could get in contact with our translator after this, because there's a couple things that may not translate
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, let's try this on four. Here you go. Are you ready? I'm holding my And down. you need to pay attention. I'm your teacher. I'm, okay. I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm just holding my shoulders down. Yes, he is. His fingers are on his shoulders very delicately. He looks great. He's got a big smile, and I am thrilled. Ready? And breathe in. Two, three, And four. Good, you can let the air out. Do not hold the air. That was pretty good. George, your assignment for this week is to go breathe in front of your mirror and on a four count just like that over and over again until you can do it without your shoulders going up. And I'm going to need you to practice the vocal warm-ups that I'm going to send you. But all the ones that I have right now recorded are for middle schoolers whose voices are slightly higher pitched than yours. So I'm going to make some specifically for you. I'm going to email them to you. And as a last assignment for the day, I would like for you to sing the closing remarks of our episode. Any tune you like. How about happy birthday? And then we'll see what happens.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how that goes. Let's uh,
2: do. Yeah, I think you have a lot of potential. <laughs> I really do. I'm a little disappointed that you're better than I thought you were going to be. I hoped it was going to be harder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service.
3: Make it stop.
1: Thank you to our (laughs) amazing Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank you, Jane. If you enjoyed the show, please review and subscribe and share with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Heart Radio, and now Audible.
3: (laughs) They're like, never again.
1: This is the fastest (laughs) version of happy birthday, fastest and longest. You can email us at know at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniest people I know. <laughs> this is yeah. wonderful.
3: Remember Have a hilarious
1: crazy. week.
2: <laughs> we will. We sure will, America. Global community.
1: Goodbye, America's everyone. So Bye. <laughs> Bye.
3: <laughs> Ugh.